Hey there. Quick reminder before we get to the podcast episode, I want to remind you to sign up for this Thursday's free class, Level Up Your Acting Career. This class has already helped so many artists refocus and take the first steps to leveling up. I'm going to help you uncover what's really blocking you from the next level of your career, whether that be booking your first job, getting the representation of your dreams, or bringing your own beautiful projects to life. You can sign up at creativepower.club forward slash free class. That's creativepower.club forward slash free class. Okay, now on to the episode. Hey, welcome to The Empowered Actor with Tia DeShazor. I'm Tia DeShazor. I'm an actor. I write musicals, and I'm also a career coach for actors who are ready to level up. This podcast will give you the practical tools you need to become a full-time, successful actor. It'll also give you the inspiration you need to show up as a whole human being artist. We'll be talking about everything from how to be at the top of your agent's roster to negotiating those contracts to get you paid. So if you want to join me in shaking up the industry and leaving it better than we found it, you're in the right place. Let's go. Okay, so when I first met my husband, it was 2007. 2007! (laughs) I had just graduated school and we met at a summer stock theater in Illinois. Shout out to Little Theater on the Square! Okay, this is not about my love story. You'll see what I'm going for in a minute. But the thing is, at that time, I had one of those black razor flip phones. Do you remember those? Okay, if you don't remember those, please don't tell me. I don't need your ageism. That's okay. I am proud of my age and all that I know and get to share with you because of that. All right. Anyway, I had this black razor flip phone that was so cool at the time. And he had like this Nokia phone that was surprisingly bedazzled with like rhinestones all over it. I don't remember why. There was a weird story behind it. Whatever. I dated him anyway. He was interesting and funny and attentive. Mm Mm-hmm. So not long after that, he was ready for a trade-in of the phone, not me. (laughs) iPhones had just come out, so he got one. And I remember this day so well. So we were together, and at the time, we were long distance, so being together was, like, super cool. So we were together, but he was kind of distracted, fully engrossed in the phone and all of the new bells and whistles that made up the iPhone. And he could see that he was distracted. And he said to me, I will never forget this. He said, I'm going to be a little obsessed with this phone for a while. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, good to know. New gadget, new obsession. He's aware of his pulled focus. Nothing to worry about. No. I like to say that that a while that he said is still going. (laughs) He is always on his phone like all of us. And they designed it that way, right? And truly, the only reason that I'm not as obsessed with mine in the same intense way is because I have to hold it over his head that I'm a better, more attentive partner than him. Just kidding. That's actually not true. I get distracted by so many other things, mostly my own thoughts, sometimes Real Housewives of Potomac, and yes, sometimes the notification on my device. However, 
As the years have gone by and I have gotten so much more creative, I have found that my focus needs to be of higher importance. If I want to get anything of note done, and listen, there is a lot I got to get done, writing deadlines, self-tapes, performances, coachings, creating this podcast, engaging with my baby and my husband, my two favorite people, I have to get a handle on my focus. Now, this is not easy. I have studied focus and creativity, read countless books, listened to all the TED Talks, I have done so much trial and error because it is not one size fits all. But there are some things, some hacks that may help you focus better. Now, the number one thing is to limit your distractions, to really be aware of what is pulling you away. According to a University of California, Irvine study, it takes an average of 23 minutes and 15 seconds to get back to the task. So once you're pulled away, it takes effort for your brain to get back into full flow where your most brilliant creativity lies. We as artists have got to start protecting this flow if we don't already. Like it is our most precious little baby, right? We'll talk more about flow as we get to know each other here on the pod, but I urge the importance of your focus because if you continue to put off your creative project or the self-tape or the performance because you are distracted, you miss out on the joys of creating and we miss out on experiencing your best. And so maybe you do the thing, but you do it distracted and it takes forever, and you're not putting your best work forward. You are missing out on flow and how beautiful that can feel. And we are missing out on what you create because you lack focus. So, okay, that was a little tough love. Sometimes you're gonna get it from me. So this is true. You have something important to say. The world needs to hear it. And what if the thing standing in between that is your focus? Your focus. Wow. You do. You do have control over your focus. I promise. And we're going to take some steps today to get it back. So there's a lot that I could say about distractions, but today we're just going to talk about digital distractions. We'll get to the other distractions down the line, but we got to start here and focus on it. We're talking about your device. My creative power homework for you is asking yourself these questions. How will you start building in boundaries around your device? Will you really put to use those apps and those built-in things in your phone that block social media? They're there. Will you use them? Will you utilize those timers? Will you maybe put up your away message on your email when you're creating? Will you put your phone in another room while you create? Okay, if you say yes to these, fantastic. But I want you to take it a step further and plan it. Right now, put an alarm on that will remind you to block your social. Put in the calendar, the time, the day, when you will put your phone in the other room and rehearse your lines without distractions. This is going to help you make this a habit. 
Really commit to having power over your distractions. Really commit to nurturing your focus, your flow. You can do this. You will create at another level when you do. So I'm going to leave you with this quote from Elizabeth Gilbert. And you have treasures hidden within you. Extraordinary treasures. And so do I. And so does everyone around us. And bringing those treasures to light takes work and faith and focus and courage and hours of devotion. And the clock is ticking and the world is spinning and we simply do not have time anymore to think so small. I'm going to read that again just in case you weren't focusing. (laughs) And you have treasures hidden within you. Extraordinary treasures. And so do I. And so does everyone around us. And bringing those treasures to light takes work and faith and focus and courage and hours of devotion. And the clock is ticking and the world is spinning. And we simply do not have time anymore to think so small. Okay, if you want even more empowered actor goodness and you're really ready to level up your acting career, head on over to creativepower.club forward slash join. I've got a membership called Creative Power, full of brilliant, multi-hyphenate actors holding each other accountable and shaking up the industry, coached by me. And hey, thank you for listening to The Empowered Actor. If you liked this podcast, leave a good review and share it with an actor you know needs to hear this. This industry needs more empowered change makers, right? Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.